fault lines of today. This is Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Dr. Zudi Jasser, welcome back to another week this week of Reform This on the Blaze Radio Network. It's always great to be with you. And if you're new, thank you for joining me. Hopefully you'll find a voice here, a refreshing voice of a Muslim who's honest, straightforward, and ready to take some ownership for the need for reform within the Muslim consciousness. And if you are uh, listened before, I hope uh, to touch on some things uh, this week that you just won't hear anywhere else. Um, we're going to talk a little bit today about Obama's final failure speech, or I'm sorry, farewell speech, and a little bit about the uh, confirmation hearings, especially on uh, Attorney General, uh, appointed Attorney General uh, Sessions, and uh, Mr. Rex Tillerson from ExxonMobil, who is up for confirmation this week uh, for Secretary of State. And then I want to walk you through a little interview I did with a uh, international um, Arab station, El Hurra, on ISIS and what's happening in the Middle East, and walk you through some of the questions. I think that's a good framework for us to talk about some of the solutions, what's happening with radicalization, and last that little gem in the last segment. I want to save a story that broke this week that brought home what we've been calling here from the beginning. And we talked about this story last year, and we have a little epilogue for you. And sadly, it wasn't covered in a lot of media. So first, President Obama gave his final failure speech. And this failure speech went on and on an hour long earlier this week about all the things he claims to have said he was going to do, and he by golly did it. Yes, health care, yeah, that was an accomplishment if you believe in socialized medicine. He did that, but then he seemed to be, you know, I have to tell you, no matter how propagandist he wanted to be, The fact that he could not take 30 seconds to even admit that the lives lost in Syria, the genocide committed under the watch of Ambassador Power, the woman who literally wrote the book on genocide that would not happen under her watch, the fact that half a million people died at least and more are dying yet as the next president and administration takes over, The fact that 12 million are displaced from only from Syria, let alone the impact on the global jihad that the Syrian revolution has had. And the power and influence that Russia has taken in working now much more closely with a vicious regime that's tied at the hip with Khomeini's 
with the Khamenei's uh, Islamist theocracy in Iran and the arming of Hezbollah by Iran via Russian money, Iranian money globally to the world's greatest state sponsor of terrorism. That is all thank you, thank you, Mr. Obama, to his desire for the nuclear deal. No, he didn't mention the nuclear deal at all. Didn't really get into foreign policy at all. He went home to Chicago to give that failure speech where he said it all started. And it all ended. Thank God for our Constitution that has term limits. Because what's bizarre about the American psyche is that this guy, despite failing in almost every way, is leaving with a high popularity rate. And again, I think it has to do with people separating personality of what they view as a likable, authentic president versus actual leadership and policy and demonstrable ability to effectuate change domestically and abroad. And I believe that President Obama, history will show, was able to do none of that. So, Mr. Obama, your hope and change across the world gave way to fear and paralysis. Your hope and change, after eight years, became fear and paralysis. And I guarantee you that time will show that Americans are far more fearful than they ever were. And, you know, there was a tweet that Chuck Todd said as the speech ended. And Chuck Todd said, what a statement, what a statement on our democracy, he said, that in the remarkable moment that POTUS feels the need to use his farewell address to remake the case for democracy, not just for the world, but for the U.S., yeah, that, that, that is remarkable, Chuck. Chuck Todd's the anchor on Meet the Press on Sunday mornings on NBC. Yeah, that is remarkable that he's lecturing us about democracy. Yes, we have our faults, and it's been a bizarre election season. And as all of you are faithful listeners know that uh, I was no fan of Mr. Trump. But, or could it be? That Obama was so grotesquely negligent regarding the protection of our values abroad and the advancement of liberalism and freedom and protection of the values that we believe in. That democracy as an ideology was set back so bad that all he could do was lecture our own here in America upon his departure. Yes, that is the reality, Chuck. It's not about the fact that Mr. Trump has upside-downed the entire electoral process. Yeah, there's been some visceral responses, and we have some growing pains to make, and we're on edge as to what's going to happen with a Twitter presidency and all the other things. But seriously, our democracy is in peril? What's the evidence of that? Trump hasn't even taken office yet. He hasn't even taken his oath. If you look abroad, 
There's not one iota of evidence that the United States stands for anything. Genocidal maniacs are using chemical weapons 40 to 50 times in the past few years, along with the support of what used to be the major, another major superpower, without any sense of fear. No, who's in fear are the free citizens of trucks driving through uh, loaded Christmas markets, of bombs going off in, 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 in baggage-carrying areas. Uh, there is the way of life of, as we understand it has changed. It is because of the global it is because of the global threat of jihad, the global jihad that has sprung almost seemingly eternal from the Middle East because of the vacuums of the Arab awakening and the lack of advocacy for freedom. The fact that America does not stand for anything anymore. And no, he should have at least, for, for, for the love of God, why did Obama spend five minutes saying, you know, humbly, I... I I thought about there was the, the the greatest regret I have for my eight years is that I could not do anything in Syria. It was a paralysis because there were no groups to support. He could have said so many things to try to salvage, but this guy just does not give a damn. Doesn't give a damn about what happens in the world and the impact on our country, unless it's related to some socialist leftist agenda like climate change or the spread of socialism or collectivism. And he will work with other collectivists like Islamists who believe in one version of Islam in order to spread the influence of his ideology. Oh, and he promises us that he's going to continue to be active citizen Obama, different than other presidents before him. Well, bye-bye, Mr. Obama. We will not miss you. We'll hopefully grow out of our fear and paralysis that you left us telling us that we would have hope and change. Among many other groups, I know there are other interest groups out there, but I do believe that Syrian Americans especially, regardless of party, will not forget this president's negligence, this president's incompetence when it comes to doing anything to prevent the genocide in Syria and the unraveling of a country at the doorstep of Israel, our faithful ally in the Middle East, the only democracy in the Middle East. <laughs> As he finished his speech, I guarantee you the Organization of Islamic Theocracy, the OIC, Leaders were, cheer were cheering and crying that he was leaving because there was nothing that allowed them to be more free to impugn and, and oppress their citizens than an Obama presidency. King Salman, Supreme Leader Khamenei, Erdogan, Hamas, Qatar, al-Sisi, the Islamic, the Islamist dictators said takbir at the end of his speech, like they do when a loved one ends his reign. Yeah, I will not miss Obama. I don't believe he did anything to protect freedom. He never even knew the name of Rafe Bedoui in jail in Saudi Arabia.
If he did, he never mentioned him, despite multiple pleas from organizations of journalists, of human rights activists, his family, and so many others. President Obama just did not care. He played more rounds of golf than any president in modern times, into the 350 and more rounds. I can't even find the time between my medical practice and this activist work for Muslim reform to play one round in the last five years. Now, Mr. Obama, this was not a farewell speech. It was a failure speech. And your celebrity status and your ability to continue to maintain high opinion ratings because you did not do tough interviews on issues, but rather went to Jimmy Fallon and uh, Ellen DeGeneres and the celebrity pop stars. And sure enough, yes, your negligence gave way to the Trump presidency, and we will have to deal with it here. And I'm sure you're going to be singing at home, suckers, as you saw what you left us. Yep, I'm a bit emotional, but this president left us with a bag of you-know-what that we have to deal with, with security, with with divisiveness, with the power of Islamists and their lobby from around the world and their global jihad, with the situation in the Middle East that's unraveling and continuing to unravel. It's just horrendous. Well, only a few days away from a new administration, probably with new problems, but at least some of the principles will begin to shift towards a cabinet that's appearing more and more conservative and in line with American values. What are those values? I think there's two, there's two appointees I want to talk to in our, about in our next segment. One is Senator Sessions, who I believe, and I wrote a letter, deserves our full support. And the other is Rex Tillerson, who may end up being a, a very good Secretary of State, but as I've said before here, I have a lot of reservations about. This is Zudi Jasser on Reform This, and I'll be right back. Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. Reaching the fault lines of today. The Blaze Radio Network.